This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Jordana, such a pleasure to be back here with you again, virtually. How are you? What's going on? How's, how's, how are you? What's happening? I'm good. I went to the Hamptons last weekend. I got out of the city. How does it nice. feel? It's nice. The Hamptons is a weird vibe, I gotta say. Like, it, it like, um, we went out to Montauk for a week. Remember, we, I think we taped from there. I think we you went like that. Memorial Day weekend, right? Or yeah. And it was weird because it's like you're like it's it's still nice, but everyone is just like it feels like the guilt is even higher there. Like it feels like everyone's like we know it should be worse than this. Like, like, right. like it's like they're doing. Did you have that feeling at all? Like everyone just kind of like looking at their shoes, not making eye contact, like just I like. T- I, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. I think that. I mean, I think we were that. We were there. I guess almost pretty much like a month after you. And I do feel yeah. like again, there's like there is a sense of like people are a little more relaxed. Like you were at their Memorial Day weekend. That's like mm-hmm. season start. I yeah, do yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, what's it again, gonna be? Yeah, I can't directly compare because I wasn't there before, but I felt like now there's like there's like outdoor like there's outdoor seating at restaurants and like mm-hmm. people were like going and they seemed like like there's masks. I, they're kind of like a little more used to it. I, I that uh, that's understandable. I remember we went to like pick up food at like a natural foods market, like as a very like Montauk, like Hamptons type of place, like where it's like a market and they do natural sandwiches and everything's. You know, the, even the coffee's natural. They don't even have any sugar. They have natural cane sugar. You know, that type right. of place. And, you know, there is this vibe of, like, you know, the people working at that market and the people that are serving that food, they're frontline workers. They have to go into work. And the people that are getting served are, like, you know, like, they're not, they're not essential, <laughs> you know? Right. And you just – it kind of was interesting to see – you know, these people that the nor the person who goes into a vegan or natural foods place is generally kind of an asshole. <laughs> like right. I feel like an asshole whenever I'm in, in whenever I come across or like a cashier or like an Uber driver this, or anything like that. I, th- right. This is yeah. what I'm talking about, where it's like, OK, it's good that they're working because they're making money. But at the same time, we're like, OK, seems very unfair. <laughs> it seems unfair. It, it highlights the inequality. Yes. And I, I think it was interesting to watch because you knew everyone at the vegan natural foods place. You could feel that they knew that. And then you could see that the person working there had had some more power. Like he knew people were going to listen to him more. And right. he was like, and he's like, who got the garden salad? <laughs> like, and, and everyone's like, it was, it's me. Is there any extra dressing? Right. You know, like they, like they were like the, the power right. shift was just take it palpable. and go. Yeah. 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 Like, and it's like, who got the hummus? And it's like, everyone's just right. like, I, 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 I only got a little, you know? Like, well, I've seen those like tweets that are like kind of angsty, but kind of accurate of just like, listen, like 
if you're going to go to a restaurant, like, don't complain about anything and, yeah, like, tip yeah, yeah. extremely well. <laughs> and, and which I, I get, I which mean, sounds I, like yeah. not an inviting way to get people to your restaurant. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I get it. Like, it's true. Sure. Like, you know, no one, no one who's, like, risking their lives to be, like, a waiter at, like, a fancy restaurant wants to hear your bullshit. Um, I mean, I, I, I was listening to a, a, an interview with Jon Stewart, and he was talking about the idea of like who's essential and how the, the disparity and all that stuff. And he, he had some great points about it and it, just hearing how he talked about it, it made me think back and you're like, yeah, but like, you know, I, I went to a restaurant and everyone working there seemed happy to be working. Right. You know, I, I, I did a show last weekend, you know, I did a show and again, I am not an essential worker, but I was at uh, a socially distanced show um, I am in a vineyard. It was outdoors and I was, I've never felt, you know, I, it felt like I took my head and dunked it in water just to be able to do what I normally would do, do my normal job. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like it felt like I just like, I got refreshed from it. Like I felt like I was like, cause I, I, I was telling you before we started, I went back and listened to my sets from February and I'm like, I'm listening to jokes I'm making. I'm like, who would even relate to this shit right now? Like, there's real things going on in the world, and I'm right. talking about zoodles. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. So um, it was nice, though, to, like, go do a show. But, like, it was, for me, I'm saying, I'm, in a sense, I'm going to work for people who paid tickets. I was happy to be there. You know? Like, I was excited. Well, yeah, you're working. Yeah, you're working. I, I was working. Right. So, But right. it was... Um, it was interesting because, like, I think, again, we've talked a lot about, like, the vibe online versus the real world vibe versus, be, you know, you coming from South Carolina versus coming to New York. Like, what we're all just kind of afraid of the unknown or what we think the place is like. And I'll tell you, doing shows for a group of people that were of all ages and genders and backgrounds and races, I was like what am I going to say, you know? And it was nice that everyone there did want to hear about zoodles. They want to hear about stupid shit. They wanted like, to they laugh. Were, yeah. they were, we can laugh again, Jordana. Yes. <laughs> we, we can all laugh. Well, That's I, nice. I, there was a woman in the front and she had like the John and Kate plus eight haircut. Okay. And I said to her, I go, I go, I go, what's your name? And she's like, I'm Missy. I'm like, you look like you got canceled for not putting on your mask at Walmart. <laughs> and, and everyone like did the thing where they're like. Making know, sure it a, it's okay to laugh. And then everyone looked at her and saw that she did look like a woman who'd be screaming on Twitter, you know. Right. Um, and, and from one of those viral videos, she looked like the quote unquote Karen, Karen. I guess. Yeah, and I and everyone saw her then kind of laughed in the shoulder of the person they were with. You know, that like knowing right. laugh. And then the woman, she laughed too. And it was like, it was like kind of like the okay. stress went away. Uh, you know, it was right. like everyone kind it's of. It's like when the humidity breaks because it finally just rains. Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt. And um, it was just like, it's, this is my way of telling people like, it's. It feels like, you know, um, it feels worse maybe hidden in your apartment than it is when you go out and you kind of interact with people as much as you can, right? Yeah, it was. I agree. Yeah, I, um, it, 
I had a, I had I saw friends this weekend. It was really nice. I really missed it. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I like saw it's people. A re- it's and, a relief, though, right? Like, don't yeah. you feel like you're going to see your friends and they're going to be like, "Where's your mask? What what have you been doing for you know the the marches?" And you're like, "I I don't know." I just <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it was like, I mean, a slight a slightly tweaked version. I mean, in some ways, it was better than when we usually see each other because we're like appreciating it we're doing things um and in some ways i mean there's always like it is weird to be like sitting in a restaurant or like waiting to get seated at a restaurant with a mask on with your friends but like you look at it and you're like wow this is like kind of funny like can you imagine like if we if we if we like someone told us we were going to be doing this like a year ago no i i i mean even using the word quarantine felt (laughs) is weird like you just just saying that word i'm like Am I in an episode of South Park? Like, I do have that feeling every now and again where you like that, you know, that feeling where you like you lift out, uh, you like, what, like you're in line with your friends with masks on, you kind of lift out of your body and look down at yourself and you're like, what right. the fuck are we doing? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Th- th- uh, this is all to say I'm, I'm, I'm back on the road. I'm going to do shows. Yeah. When's your next show? Let's. I'm going to do shows. Um, if you're near Baltimore, Maryland. I'm going to be at a club called Magoobies. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a parody of <laughs> a like comedy club where like a former frat guy would be performing. <laughs> that is exactly right. I'll be doing all my natty light bits um, right. at, at Magoob- Magoobies in Baltimore. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been there. I've never been to the club, but I know it's a a long it has a long history. It's been there for a long do they time. They do weddings. <laughs> they do wedding. You can have your wedding at Magoobies, Jordana. Um, nice. July sixteenth through eighteenth. That's Baltimore. So if you're near, close to Baltimore, the show is going to be. You know, people will be wearing masks, and it's going to be half capacity. Um, but I'll be there for the weekend, July sixteenth through eighteenth, and you can go to my website to get tickets, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. It'll be my. My, you know, my return to the clubs, but, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I did a lot of like new stuff about like moving in with Jess and, and yeah, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. There's a, (laughs) and, and so, and it was like, it generally like did well, but like, I think for stand up the hardest thing is like, you need to go on stage to work on it. So it was yeah. nice to like say a bunch of things that I'd been thinking and then hear that like, okay, I'll never say that again. I'll work on that. So I have things to work with and I'll be in Baltimore, Maryland, July 16th through 18th at Magoobies. All right, uh, that's out, all out of me. Jordana, it's great to see you virtually. Uh, let's start the show. What are we talking about? Let's do it. So today's topic is about um, meeting up when you've been seeing someone virtually. I think people, as things are starting to open, I, I mean... Obviously, you and I are not currently like dating, but the sense that I've gotten um, around me is that like there are there are things to do now if you want to go on a date. Yeah, I mean, you right now living in New York City, if you're if let's say New York City is like is somewhere between totally locked up and not completely open. open. Yeah. So (laughs) there are things to do. If I was a single guy, I know exactly what I would do. I would be like, meet me in the Lower East Side. There's 
30 bars around here within walking distance. We'll do a little bar crawl. Uh, we can go sit outside at certain places. We'll find a, a stoop to sit on at the very least, or we'll end up at one of the restaurants that has outdoor seatings. Like I, the fact that I can make you've up that day. About, well, right, you've been thinking about. You've been thinking about. It's all I think about. Jess and I walk around. And I'm like, where would where I would take I another take? woman? <laughs> where do I take my mistress? Well, yeah. well, have you ever have you thought about that? Like, have you looked around and been like? I mean, I've seen, I, I'm walking around Brooklyn, like I see people who, who seem like they're on like relatively early in the game dates. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the dates. And if anyone is sitting in New York City right now, the excuses are gone. Let me just tell you. Let me be the reality, <laughs> the, the smack of reality for you. The devil the guy, on your shoulder. <laughs> I'm going to be the devil to let you know that the guy you ha- who hasn't made a plan yet with you and again, this is for all 50 states. I know some states are closing up, but like, you know, my brother's in Florida, my younger brother's in Florida. He's out. He's doing stuff like. Yeah, the, I mean, it's summer. It's this is the time for an outdoor date. You, you could take a walk. <laughs> there are ways to meet up with whoever you are talking to. So if you're speaking with someone and you don't have a plan within the next week or haven't done a plan by last week, um, that person is hovering. That person is knowingly not making a plan. And I'm, and I'm getting serious with people because I'm trying to get through to people because I know exactly what's happening. There's a lot of people out there who are going, well... We, you know, the we, we're socially distanced. He's still not really sure. He, he's not I sure. don't know if it's safe. Right. And it's like, um, let's not live in the tail ends of the curve. Let's you live think that, in the fat mean, right? Do you think that men um, take social distancing less seriously than women, or are more inclined to take risks than women? I are? would. I think. I personally do think so. I kind of, I feel like that too. I mean, I have no evidence, like hard statistical evidence to support that. Well, I mean, just, just look, I mean, you wouldn't know it by all the women that are getting videotaped at Walmart, but I, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, it does, there was that one dude that like ran into Walmart, then fell on his face. That's pretty funny. Um, I would think men are more ego built, so they are more likely to think that they are invincible. Invincible. But I also, also I think that I think that combined with um just like the kind of like intense like animalistic urge to have sex or like be physical. Sure. I mean <laughs> like, women have <laughs> women have that too. Um I would also say women though like the idea of like self-care is way more a female thing just from living with my girlfriend um <laughs> the amount of Serums the medicine and cabinet. treatments, yeah. the medicine cabinet, the doctor's visits, the, you know, like she's said to me, I, I, I tweeted this out, but I was like, I think my girlfriend has had COVID 18 times in her period, 30 times over the course of three months. Like <laughs> it is like there, there is way more, uh, I think women seemingly, and you can speak to this better than I could, but seemingly are more in tuned with their body and, and care more about it. Well, yeah, I think that that's I don't know if that's like an innate thing or a societal thing where they're just like, you better give a shit about your body because or else no guy is going to like sure. like that's like a lot of the messaging is like, 
you know, <laughs> buy this serum so that you have less wrinkles so that men won't find you repulsive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, so that I, don't, I think there, that's a little thing. bit of a societal thing that's been like ingrained on us. Like we're constantly marketed like all this shit so that like we think we need it so that people will find us desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas men are just like, I don't think there's like there's being th- all these products are not being marketed to you in the same yeah, watch one watch one episode of The King of Queens and um men will care less about their bodies and women will probably care more. You know, like right. you just you you know, you, that's a show that if you look at it you're like in what world does this guy that works at the, you know, the the big fat dude that works at the, you know, yeah. UPS is with like hot what's her name? And <laughs> I forgot what, what her name is. The, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but King of Queens. Just look at the setup Remini? of that show. Uh, yeah, is that her? Leah Remini. Yeah, Rem- Remini. Is that what he said? Leah, yeah. Leah Remini. So, yeah. um, it reminds saying- me of the movie Chef. Have you seen the movie Chef? With I think it's called Chef with uh, John with- Favreau. And I've he's seen like, it. His ex-girlfriend is like Sophie. His ex-wife is Sofia Vergara, and he's married to Scarlett Johansson. And he's like a dick to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, because he can make a good grilled cheese sandwich yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i these like, are, what are these women have like john favreau dysmorphic <laughs> disorder like <laughs> and this is no hate on john favreau but yeah i i agree so this is these are societal things that are just around us that <laughs> yeah i, I mean i have all the serums i have all the serums too not to say that i'm above it <laughs> I, I i'm with you Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, 
plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Do we want to read the email before we yeah, get into it? Yeah, I'll read the email. This is a slightly different uh, kind of question, but it's about sort of the same topic. Sure. So... The woman writes in, Hi, J&J, training for a half marathon and listening to this podcast is the only thing that gets me through my long daily runs. I'm not sure if you covered this before, but how long is how, too hold long? Hold on, I'm sorry to interrupt, but how funny yeah. would that be if she was just... like that? Part of that sentence sounds like she has the shits. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read it that way, but that's how that you know, mention it. This podcast is the only long. thing that gets me through <laughs> my long runs. <laughs> That's where my mind goes first. I'm obviously not running a lot. Okay. A marathon, yeah. a toilet marathon. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not okay, sure if you covered ahead. this before, but how long is too long to talk to someone from a dating app before meeting them? I've been talking to this great guy on Hinge since the beginning of Corona. We both live in the same city and matched the week before sh- shit literally hit the fan, which led us to both, which led to us both heading to our parents' houses for the remainder of COVID. Somehow we've kept in touch for the whole time, texting, Snapchat, FaceTime, even some light sexting, LOL. Problem is, it's been three fucking months now, and we still haven't met. We're both heading back to the city to resume work in mid-July, so we're trying to schedule a date to finally meet for the first time. But I feel like at this point, we've been talking for too long to meet, you know? Like, we've invested so much time into our virtual relationship that I feel like meeting in person honestly might ruin it because we've built it up so much in our heads. What if he's not who I was hoping he'd be? And even worse, what if I'm not who he's hoping I'd be? In my mind, he's this super cool guy who kept me sane and laughing during quarantine. Should I just leave it at, at that instead of potentially mega disappointing myself? Thanks, quarantine quakes. <laughs> well, can I answer her just very quickly? Sure. Just like the short answer is, should I just leave it at that and potentially mega? Di- Does that mean she's like saying, should I just not meet him? I think is so. She, yeah. Is she fearing the disappointment? I, I, I'm like, I'm kind of I kind of understand it. I think that like the idea of not meeting him is sort of crazy, but I do understand the idea of like, maybe I just have this like this person and I don't want to like take it to the next level because the next level is like getting actually physical. And she's like, maybe because I, I think this kind of happens sometimes. I want to say all the time or related to anyone but myself, but I remember when dating, it was like, if you weren't physical with someone for like, if you were like dating Mm. or talking to someone for too long and no one made a move, Mm. it just became almost like a, you got like a friendshipy vibe. And then like the idea of like getting physical becomes weirder and weirder and weirder as it goes. And then you're like, sort of like, should I just not even go there with it? I don't know if that's, that seems like kind of what she's talking about here well from from the male side i would agree with that but it's in a different way if if it goes too long without getting physical which the quarantine uh kind of forces for a lot of people um you are now left at saying in the position as a guy is like if we have sex i am in a relationship with this person 
Right. Because what gets put on you a lot of times is, oh, you have sex and then you go, well, I still want to be casual. And they go, oh, you just did all that stuff to have sex. And you okay. just kept me on the line to have right, sex. Yeah. So I, I, I think a lot of people in this position are going... Disappointment. The stakes seem higher than like a first date, obviously. Abs- absolutely. And disappointment is a part of dating. You have to factor that in. That is, if you're starting a business, if you owned a store, you would factor in that things are going to get stolen. There's breakage, so to speak. If you right. own a liquor store, they have something called breakage where in your accounting, you're accounting for a certain amount of dollars of product to get broken. So right. you have to do that with your dating life as well. Like the idea that she has had a great time talking to this guy and then she goes, well, I don't even want to meet him because it will ruin, <laughs> you know, like it's like, then what are you talking to him for right. in general? Like all nine out of 10 of these aren't going to work out. Like if I was single during quarantine. Well, she, yeah, well, so I'm saying she's putting him on a pedestal. She's like, this is like the, the thing. Like she's well, probably envisioned her whole life with him now. Well, and she's like, ugh, like it can only get worse from here because like. It's so great <laughs> well, not having oh, seen. That, but you're, that's all dating. Ever, yeah. That's all, right. I mean, you guys coined the term emotional masturbation. Isn't isn't quarantine like the number one? Like, wouldn't a scenario like quarantine be the place where emotional masturbation is at its highest? Yes, totally. And and w- can you explain? Maybe we have new listeners. The idea of emotional masturbation. So emotional, emotional masturbation is kind of like, well, if you think about, I think most people are familiar with the regular term masturbation, which is like. I'm familiar. I've done it once or twice. Right. Yes. <laughs> Where like a man, let's say he goes on a date with you, will like imagine himself having like imagine what you look like naked or like use images of you in his head and like th- think about what it would be like to sleep with you emotional masturbation is when you meet a guy and then you build up an entire like emotional life with him and you project all these like emotional things or you, th- or you you spend your time sort of thinking about your future together when you don't really know the person yet just in a way mm. in the same way a guy might think about what it's like to like sleep with you you you're thinking of what it's well. like to have lived a life with this guy right yes yeah. you're thinking about like you know them meeting your parents or date or or like long-term dating or like where, where are you going to go on vacation together you're thinking about mm-hmm. like all these you're projecting all these like fantasies of dating them not sexual fantasies but like emotional life fantasies onto this person that you don't really know that well i love that phrase and that term mm-hmm. I think what we all need to admit to, male, female, whatever you are, this is happening to everyone. The yes. uh, Everyone is extrapolating every person they've met during the quarantine out because there is really no, very few ways to disappoint people. You can keep up. Like if, like I could have, if I was single during quarantine, I could have kept up these types of relationships, the one she's talking about, the guy who was funny and got her through a tough time. I could keep that up with 30 people. <laughs> like I, I, I'm just she's being, definitely not speaking to 30 people though. That's like kind of the thing, but that's what, but she has to admit to the reality of what could be going on on the other side. Also admit to your own delusions. Like I'm delusional. I, and I admit to my delusions, but I like, I think they're like, you have right. to like, Dating, you have to be delusional. But account you have to for like 
the the flaws of this person that you don't even know about yet. Exactly. Have, or that, well, that it won't work out. Like that nine yeah. out of ten times these don't work out. And I but I also I also think there's just like there's there's a higher there's a higher window to fall from for this like than usual so i get why it's like sure. heightened like the anxiety or the nerves about it are heightened because it's like have you ever like spoken to someone either on a dating app or through texting and then like and like you've seen pictures of them and like even maybe you've even video chatted with her but then you see them and there's like that thing that's like sort of a turn off that you would never be able to tell like not in person like the little thing do you know what i mean of like of course i think that's called like, moving in with your significant other <laughs> <laughs> Jess asked me to use a coaster on the first day, and I was like, I, I wish I could move out I can't for this, do this. reason. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, I didn't know you were a coaster person. Like, right. this is called dating. This is called, like, just because you guys met online and had good conversations doesn't mean the first date's going to go well. Just because the first date goes well doesn't mean the second date's going to go well. Just because the third date goes well doesn't mean you guys are going to get engaged and get married and have babies and, and grow old together. Like, what has happened doesn't mean what will happen, you know? Right. And I, I, I think I under, I agree with you that it is a, it, it is a much steeper mountain to jump off of. I, I, I think that's a great way to put it. I think to the, to this person, like, like to have loved and lost to the never have loved at all. Like, doesn't that work into this? Right. Like, you got to play in traffic if you want to get hit. Like, this, this is like, I, 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 I can use a million different dad metaphors right now, but I'm saying, like, I, I, I think, agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I, sorry I, I didn't interrupt. No, I, I, I think it is what the hard part is. And I, I just talked about this on my podcast, but I've been like thinking through this analogy um, and I want to talk about it with you. And it's like the idea that like the more connected you become online without is, is like giving someone free access to your amusement park. So like you're an amusement park. You got a lot of right. fun rides. When you let someone follow you on Instagram, FaceTime with you, text, text with you. Those are all free ways to ride your rides. You don't. You don't have to yeah. go, you know, when you, when, and then during quarantine, we all just were kind of opened up shop. We're like, anyone can come in here free because I can't go out with them. So there doesn't need to be an excuse of, well, I can't do the to date. follow someone or do something. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like, it, like if you, if someone followed you there's on Instagram, no, but there's no way of, uh, there's no way of, of getting to test the person's like actual um desire like to see you like there's no way to see if they're doing anything like public expensive or difficult like i totally talk totally. about because like there's no ch there's no opportunity for them so there's no way to like weed through the people who won't yeah. do that besides the fact that they can't really sleep with you so like i do think there's a sense of like if they're continuing to talk to you for that many months for, <laughs> and and they're not sleeping with you perhaps it like makes forces them to get to know you i i totally agree and i think like there's like a subtle change in the beginning, if someone wouldn't FaceTime with you, they were definitely not going to take you on a date. They weren't going to walk right. the streets of New York like it was gay Paris. You know, like that's <laughs> not, that wasn't going to happen. But right. if someone has done all the steps that this person is writing in about, they're saying they've done the FaceTime date. They've done the, you know, they've kept me laughing. We've texted every day. I've never even met this person. Okay. Well, all those things happened for free. None of them right. cost the person real time. 
because where else were they going to go? It didn't cost them real money because they couldn't even buy you a drink. And it didn't, you know, it didn't cost them not talking to someone else while with you. They could have been texting with you and copying and pasting to 30 other people. Right. I agree with that. So like what my advice, I think given that information, my advice to her would be I would do a first date like you. I think there's a there's it's easy to get in get like fall down the hole of like, oh, we're like already so um you know what I mean? We're we're already so close and connected. Like this is going to be like a full day date and we're going to do all these things and we're going to like, I would just start, I would keep it like to a very simple activity to put Let, low pressure on it to yeah. make it so because, and to just expect that like, there's a chance that like, once you kind of have to start making those like actual sacrifices to see someone or put an effort in, like it could all fall apart. But remember that like, even if it does, the person was entertaining to speak to for a while. It brought you some entertainment. And like mm -hmm. just the idea of like not letting yourself get to the point of like thinking that this is going to be something so huge that you're disappointed when it doesn't become that. Like I would keep the date relatively short or at least like go into it thinking it will be. Or relatively casual. Like, hey, let's yeah. do. But also like don't keep making excuses for these people. If it, I'm, I'm just saying if I was single, I'm telling all of the women listeners, you're dealing with guys that are probably similar to me. And they're not 100% different than me. Maybe they're 10% different than me, but they're not 100% different than me. If I were single in quarantine, I would have like, there would be more than one person I'd be speaking to. And <laughs> then there would be someone that I would go on the social distance date or the the walk around Manhattan that I talked about before. There'd be another person I would have an excuse for. There'd be another person who I'd stop texting altogether. That would happen just by, would, I'm not saying. Would there be another person that you would be like, why don't you just come here? Like we won't have to be in the crowds. Um, I would hope that I would be better than that, but I don't know. I, you know, like I, would, <laughs> I, I, I can't speak for the, not, but I would say that the, what the, the, a lot of what's going on, a lot of the quarantine dating, when quarantine's over, is dating bullshit. Right. So, so the like the let's just the the hovering around and not talking about a plan where the guy just keeps going. How was your day? How was your weekend? All these people, you need to go. Weekend was great. Let's do drinks this week. And just right. if they can't make a plan or give a. A, a substantial excuse at that point, then you're dealing with someone who only wants to quarantine date you without a quarantine. Right. Who's using you as a distraction. Yes. I, and I think this is going to be the big thing. We're going to get a thousand emails about, I was texting for three weeks and he just disappeared. It's like, yes, of right. course. Because the moment it was the moment of truth. Yes. Shit or get the, off the pot. This is the, the thing phrase, we, as the saying goes. As the saying goes. But we have been talking about this for now a few months. Like when this opens up, these people that were writing their own scripts to you, they're going to stop writing the scripts. They're not going to be Romeo. They're going to be Randy, who fucking <laughs> sucks. So I, I, I think to this woman... This guy that she's talking to isn't bad. He isn't good. He's just him. And you have had a, I think all you can ask yourself, have I enjoyed talking to him during quarantine? Yes. 
do I want what what do I want to happen next? I want to meet him in person. Great. Right. Hey, let's do drinks this week. Let's get it out of the way. And it's a lot like what we're talking about in the beginning of the show with like shows and seeing friends and being mm. worried about like uh, uh what's it going to be like is everyone going to be yelling at me, <laughs> you know, like and it's and you're going to find that and and like me, I, when I went on stage, I was legitimately nervous. I was like I haven't done these jokes. I'm going to forget them midway. I'm going to start crying on stage. Viral video of Jared Freed fucking uh, shits himself <laughs> at, a, at a winery public breakdown. And that's not what happened. It was just very normal. So I think what you said is per- it's got to be a simple date. And it's got to be so simple that if he can't make it happen, he will never make it happen. Right. And again, I would say, like, just keep your expectations, like, in check. Again, like. Don't think of this as like a huge like mo- like rom com moment of like you're finally seeing each other and it's gonna be like happily ever after because oh. that's just not how it goes. And if I went on one day with a girl that I've been talking to for three months, I would there'd be a piece of me that'd be like I'm not gonna get physical. There's a piece of me that would be like I'm not gonna get physical with this person because I don't want to get locked into a like a three month relationship we're already into. And I bet a lot of guys will um like twist that to be like i'm not gonna get physical because like i'm being socially distant safe sure that's yeah, a great built-in excuse for it's that a, and then you'll never see him again after one date I, I, I because again the mountain that you talk about the mountain that she's talking about the mountain that is created by quarantine a lot of people don't want to buy into the responsibility of it right you know, like, yeah. like it's it's interesting that she's more afraid of going, meeting him in person. He's probably more afraid of disappointing her after they meet in person. I could see that. I you think know? she's afraid of being turned off by him in person. Or maybe, I don't think most people fear turning other people off. But if ever, I mean, obviously, like, ever, not everyone is completely self-aware because that happens sure. all the time. I mean, like. I knew a, I know a guy who like was you know FaceTiming like talking to someone like going going on a lot of like those virtual dates speaking to someone for a while like real she was like really built up in his head and then he sees her and I'm like oh like good like this is gonna be like such a big thing for you like I'm so excited mm. for you and then he comes back from the date and he's like I'm like he's like it was good I'm like well <laughs> like, what was the what was the I first was thing you, right I'm like what was the first thing you noticed he's like she wore a little too much makeup for me. Oh my god! I'm like this person that you've been like, <laughs> you, you know, you talking about like for sure for all these weeks. Like you're so excited to meet. Like you think you're so compatible, and like that's like your first impression. It's like any little thing can like just like ruin the fantasy. It's crazy. Yeah, it, and it's all. I think we have to. I think if you're someone who like checks boxes to make sure the other person likes them, you're going to be disappointed. Like if you're like, well, we've done FaceTime, we've done this, we've done that. Now, obviously, we'll go on a date. And it's like, no, obviously not. Okay. The, d- there was a global pandemic. Again, a year ago, you wouldn't know what was going to happen. With the, oh, You'd be weirded out that you're wearing a mask. You can't count on the things you used to be able to count on to, so you got to re- react to people in your own way. Like I, that person you're talking about, like too much makeup. Yeah, they're just saying I, I'm, I'm not really as into it as I'm not into it. It wasn't about them, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's. You want to do some awkward sex? 
Let's do it. Send them in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hello, J&J. You guys have been keeping me sane for the last three months. Not sure what I would do without the pod. We're here for you, baby. I've been seeing this guy for a few weeks, and last night, due to quarantine, rain, and both of us living at home, we had a date hooked up in the trunk of my mom's minivan. Very high school, I know, but we're both out of college in his family's garage. It was a great time. We put the back seats down. Oh, I'm going to read this sentence sexy. Ready? We put the back seats down. We laid out blankets and pillows and played music. I can hear the Dave Matthews band now. (laughs) It's so funny, like the difference, I feel like, in age of dating. Like for her, she's like, this was so hot. Like put down (laughs) the blankets in the back whenever. And I'm like, what a cheap piece of, like, (laughs) did he bring in wine? Get a fucking hotel. (laughs) Yeah, where's the the wine? Yeah. But I... But I stupidly left the air conditioning on with the engine off. Well, thank God you turned the engine off. <laughs> I mean, my God. like <laughs> you know, After just, all, after avoiding COVID for months, this is yeah, the, not the way this, to go. This is the way they went. <laughs> he mentioned at one point that it may have not been the best idea, but I brushed it off because I obviously was thinking about other things. Ha ha. Anyway, I'm about to jump, uh, about to head home. So I go to try to start the car and the engine just sputters out and I see the battery light blinking. So naturally we both freak out. Neither of us know how to jump a car and we had both, we had just hooked up in my car in his parents' garage. So the only thing we could do is to get his dad to help. His dad comes out. (laughs) I'm sitting in the front seat just watching this guy and his dad figure out how to jump my car. His dad doesn't say a word to me the whole time, but thankfully my car eventually starts, and as soon as it does, his dad basically runs out of his garage. Needless to say, my lesson was learned. Car hookups can be cute as long as you don't kill the battery. I also got to watch some major father-son bonding, and don't worry, we're still going to hang out again. Just no cars next time. Signed, not how I thought I'd meet his dad. This is great. This is great. I can't believe the dad didn't say anything to her. I mean, there's nothing more dad. I imagine this as a dad in his boxers. You're thinking of, you're putting yourself in the dad's shoes. I'm putting myself in the dad's shoes where I would come out in the boxers in a t-shirt <laughs> and be like, oh, I would make a, I mean, I would have talked to them both. I would have made a lot of jokes. Like, oh, what are right. we doing? Like, I would have done a lot of, what are we doing out here? You guys, what are you guys, fixing, a, fixing the motorcycle? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know i feel like i would there should be some i feel like you gotta do some dad stuff but i do understand if when it's your kid it's different i feel like he's probably like i'm putting myself in the dad's shoes too and i'm like i'm just trying to like watch my show my <laughs> son comes out he's already i'm been feeding for like four months now yeah you know paying <laughs> paying for all his shit again even though i thought i got rid of him after he got into college yeah now he's like having sex with this girl in my garage and like now I have to get out. Now I have to go to the garage and like jump her goddamn car. <laughs> the dead, the son has like messed up sex hair. Right. She's in front of the front seat. Yeah, it's incredibly awkward. I mean, if anything, it's more awkward for the dad than any of them. Well, that's probably why he was just like, I'm not even going to like get involved in this conversation. I just want to be in yeah. and out. In and out. Yeah, he's sitting there. Like it would have been worse. 
I think it's worse if he had come in the garage and like high fived his son and been like, "Outlast oh God, the battery, yeah. good job, buddy." Like that would be worse. Or said something weird and like creepy to her. Yeah, I and, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also anything he says could be taken as creepy. Hey, I, how you I doing? Feel that. She could yeah. she could have gone like, "Can you believe he asked how I was doing?" You know, right. like I, I I would be like, you know, if it, I guess you're right. Like the jokes aside, like. Eyes at the ground. I'm not even going to look at these people. I'm going to just do the job. Get the fuck out. Right. I would wonder like how much context the son gave him. Hey, dad, uh, we were watching a movie on my phone and in the trunk trunk because um, the TV in the house kind of (laughs) sucks. How do you bring the dad in? What is right? For me, I'm so anxious. I think that this would like freak me out that like this was something he did all the time with different girls and oh, the dad's really? just like oh another one <laughs> <laughs> this is the fifth car i've changed i've, I've fixed this week <laughs> <laughs> like why didn't he want to meet me yeah <laughs> the dad uh and the, what, it would have been better if the mom came out and was like who wants lemonade <laughs> you guys look flush like i don't yeah. know it, it's do you have a name for it um, I call it the get my engine going. Get my engine. I like that. Jumpstart my heart. I like that. Triple uh, A. Uh, the mechanic. Triple triple X to triple A. Triple X to triple A. Yeah, I like that. There we go. Um, yeah, do it. Red flag or deal breaker? Anything? Um, depending on how long we've seen each other, We've been seeing each other. I feel like it'd be a little bit of a red flag if, like, they didn't try to introduce me to their dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a tough one. I mean, this is the first time they've met. So, like, yeah. it's like... I get it. But yeah, like, I get it. I don't even know how I would make that introduction. This is Jordana. Um <laughs> It's also like a minivan. That's adds an extra. It's like she's in her mom's minivan and his dad (laughs) comes out. Like, I feel like there is a big subsect of the COVID population that is just regressing back to like complete high school state. Absolutely. Like I did. I think I was saying over um, Mother's Day weekend, it was weird that like there are people that are like, there's not much that's changed from when they were 16. Right. Like they're 20 there are 28 year old people at home that are like in the same bedroom having the same arguments just with like I got to go to work instead of school. Right. How like how quick and easy it was to to like get right back there. Like it took years I mean, to get out and then now you're just I mean my parents are legitimately begging me to come back home and and just live that way. Like they want that to happen. Well, I thought they banned you. They ban me, then they bring me back, and then there's all. Well, now they're that. banned from from New York, right? <laughs> they're they're from banned Florida. from New York. Now they get a little taste of their the own tables medicine. Of yeah, the tables of dirt. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, J&J. I've been listening to the UUP podcast after a colleague recommended it to me, and I've been hooked ever since. Colleague is such a formal term. It's very um, formal. I, right. I, I mean, I'm also in not... I mean, you have your own business. Like, you wouldn't look at Aileen or Sammy and my be like, colleague. my colleague... I would never well, look at a comedian. Well, I call them sometimes but... like my partner, which also feels weird. Yeah, that like they're my part, <laughs> they're my business partners, but like it sounds weird. I don't know. If like, you say thrilling. partner, it's weirder than business partner. Right, but then business partner also sounds like very, very formal. formal. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to figure that out. It's only been nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a question that's been bothering me for a while. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years and I have a great relationship with his parents. I'm Facebook friends with his mom and so is his ex. A little backstory. My boyfriend and his ex had a mutual breakup four years ago. Towards the end of their relationship, he suspected she was cheating on him, so he brought it up to her. Upon being asked, she got mad and asked for a breakup to what she agreed to. This whole thing sounds like a law, like a, it a, does. a law hearing record, like a stenographer. To which he agreed to is very much, yeah, courtroom stenographer, lawyer speak. But, uh, okay, you know, they did, I have to say, this email is the perfect length. 
it gets to the point as you know. So I, 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 I can't, yeah, she's I can't hate too much on the that's email. True. We're the worst. We like talk shit if it's lengthy. We talk shit if it gets right to the point. Thank you very much for yeah. writing in. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, grammatically easy to read. It's in like really little paragraphs. Full complete sentences. I, yeah, I, I gotta um, say the the last one I had to correct drunk to trunk. So. <laughs> From what he has told me, their relationship was toxic and his parents never really liked her. Anyway, it came to my notice that each time his mom posts a picture that's on Facebook... Another, his, uh, sorry, that's another one. My notice. It came to my notice. I mean, yeah, this feels like they wrote it into Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, and each time... Anyway, it came to my notice that each time his mom posts a picture on Facebook, his ex will be sure to like it. At first, I didn't put too much thought into it, but after a while, I realized his ex will like all of her pictures except for those that I'm in. Is this normal or am I being overly sensitive? I personally think it's weird to even still be Facebook friends with your ex's mom and even weirder by still liking all her pictures except for the ones where the current girlfriend is in. I've never brought this up to my boyfriend since he doesn't have social media, but I'm also afraid he'll think I'm crazy for even paying attention to who is liking his mom's Facebook, his mom's posts on Facebook. However, girls do have a little crazy in them. Am I right, Jordana? Anyway, I would love. <laughs> Am I right, crazy? Mike, Mike just looked at me, like he's like, yeah, yeah, she's right, <laughs> right, psycho. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's you, <laughs> our resident psycho. <laughs> well, if you're ten percent away from from all men, I'm ten percent away Absolutely. from all, what all the, what all Listen. the girls are thinking. Anyway, I would love to hear your opinion. Thank you for keeping me entertained during this work week, and I can't wait for more episodes. Sincerely, the confused girlfriend. What do you think? What would you What would you think if, if Jess brought this up to you? Um, I would. Fi- if Jess brought this to my attention, I would follow. I would file it under. What the fuck am I gonna do? Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, like, I would be exhausted by this. I, I, to be perfectly honest. Right, I think it's now like a problem that you have to figure out. It's a problem that I didn't have anything to do with. It's a problem that I'm not encouraging. I think also something that is prevalent in this email that maybe some people wouldn't admit to is moms of a certain age and Facebook are fucking weird. So like, but it's not the mom. It's not the mom, but she says, you know, uh, I think it's weird. Like I'm saying the mom is a part of this and you can't have the son go to the mom. Basically what you'd be asking is for the mom to unfriend, unfriend her. her. That's the kind of the solution, which you could get to, but I'm saying, let me just be real with the emailer is the mom doesn't see it as this ex is meddling. The mom sees it as another like another (laughs) like that's exactly like my mom looks at Facebook as if it's people magazine. Like, (laughs) like it's the new kind of like trash supermarket magazine. It's us weekly. So like, right. The way my mom interacts with Facebook, like she's supportive of everybody, blanket supportive. She (laughs) accepts all likes. She's everywhere in the comments. She's emoji. I didn't even know she had the ability 
to find she finds emojis and animated gifts that I didn't even know you could find on Facebook. She right. finds them. So I'm saying like this is one of those things that like and and also the girlfriend side, I all of us are making social media rationalizations. Like how many people do you follow that you're like, what the fuck am I still following this person for? Like, right. Yeah. You know what Especially I mean? Especially on Facebook when you made those connections like years, years and years and years ago. Totally. And so the rationalization of I'll be supportive of this mom who might be liking, we don't know, I don't know from this email, but the mom might be liking every one of the ex's pictures. You don't even know. <laughs> not, to give you, not to give you more ammo. <laughs> sure, but I'm saying like since moms are just blanket liking, blanket commenting, just super positive forces on this thing, uh, as my mom is. Um, right. My mom interacts with people. I'm like, I can't believe they interact. Like I'm like, I can't believe these two talk. So like this, this email to me is very normal and it's something that like, like so we don't know Would if the mom- Would this bother you? If um if it was like Jess's mom and it was her ex boyfriend, not at all. I I wouldn't even dig I feel like to you find wouldn't this. Notice, but I like, wouldn't even dig for this. This is something. Let's say it just came up. If it, it was came like right up, in your face, I would go good for them. Like I I, I really <laughs> like like I I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my girlfriend because my mom has a relationship with another girl I used to hook up with. Right. You know so. What do you think? I, I, because I, I just think that so much of this email is, is kind of like the weirdness of how we interact with social media. Like the right. idea that she doesn't like pictures of her, the mom's pictures where she's in the picture. Of course she doesn't. She, this ex has created her own set of rules where she's like, if the that's girl's too the picture, weird, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right? She's right. going, oh, I don't want to overextend myself. I don't want to be weird, but I will like right. everything else. So, like, it's kind of like in the same way where people are like, well, Tinder's for hooking up, Bumble's kind of for hooking up, and Hinge yeah. for relationships or whatever it is. And you go, who the fuck made those rules? You know, like, right. just that's the way you've comforted yourself. Yeah, I think, okay, I I agree with everything you're saying. I can see and not... As as a fellow crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can see a scenario where if I saw this, it would bother me a little bit. Sure, it would just be like I'd rather I'd rather this just like wasn't there because it just I mean it's just like a reminder that that other person exists and it blows the fantasy of like you were the only person that ever okay I guess or something like that. But I don't I think again if I was like. At this point, she said that she's three years in, right? Is that what she said? Yeah. I think so. I think at that point, like, you know, it's three not about being in. like, you know, it's not about being a threat to, to your relationship. It has nothing to do with you. I would just like remind myself of that. Yeah. And then just kind of like either like not look if like it gives you like a small twinge of irritation. Also, in addition to that, the high road with social media is always the better road. It's always right. the more, it's always the less strenuous road. It's always the less exhausting road. It's always the one that makes you look the best. So the idea of like, like to kind of pivot this into a different conversation, but like if you saw your boyfriend, if Mike had pictures of him with another woman mm -hmm. from 
from of him and his ex from college on his Facebook because you went seven years back or however many years back <laughs> and you were like, well, I was there. It's like, who are you doing that for at that point? Right. It's also like, do you know what I mean? By looking, it's like the, the idea isn't to pretend that the person you're with has never been with anyone else before and to eradicate mm. all evidence that shows that like if you look in <laughs> enough into anyone's past like that's that's there it's like i guess the i can see how it'd be annoying that it's like still somewhat in the present like this person just sort of like feels like they're sure. like lingering a little bit in the present but i don't think a like is like a big enough offense like if she was like commenting about or like getting together with his mom i think that would be like a totally Di- different Di- that, different scenario that's kind of such I, a passive yeah. This is such a passive, like really like what was say harmless. This is like a passive kind of like harmless, slightly annoying thing. And I would kind of file it under that. If you found yeah. out she's commenting, great to see you at brunch this morning. Sure. Like on the mom's <laughs> thing. I think that you know what I mean? Like every offense story. is like all offenses are not created equally and I all agree. like little like social media like you know, improper social media forms are not created equally. So I think that this alike seems harmless enough. I think if it was you, would, you should think about like what it would be like if your ex did that on your mom's. Like, would you want to say something to them? You probably wouldn't. No, I, I would just. I, I mean, no, I, I, it's, it's not worth it. It's just again, that's why I brought up like the relationship moms have with Facebook. Like, they might the the whole algorithm. They might have been liking each other's pictures four years ago when they were together, and then now the every single update it just keeps coming up, and now you snowball to this point where you see, you know, this guy's mom is amongst seven other people that show up on her feed. Yeah, I mean, it's I would just think of it. It's like it has nothing to do with you. It probably has nothing to do with even that relationship. And like, yeah, it's slightly annoying, but like, it's twenty twenty. Like, stop spending so much time on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 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 over. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. You guys are like the older siblings I, I w- always wish I had, helping me and my friends navigate dating life with necessary humor 
and reality checks along the way. Thank you for what you do. I'll get to the point. I'm 29. My boyfriend is 32. We've been dating for a year, and things are great, except for one thing that bothered me. He never compliments me. He's never called me pretty, never says I look nice if I get dressed up, has never said anything at all about my appearance, even during the heat of the moment while hooking up. It's not as though he's throwing out insults at me instead, and I know he's uncomfortable giving and receiving compliments. She put in quotes. That must be what he said. Something he said to me early in our relationship after I told him he looked good. But I also don't want to assume that I am physically his type or fall into a weird feels platonic yet have sex vibe. I think I have a healthy sense of self-worth, but my ego isn't so huge that I don't need those types of compliments from time to time, especially from the one person that I want to find me attractive. My question is, how do I bring this up to him without sounding super full of myself? By fishing for compliments, do I look good in this dress? Or by asking him to tell me that things that he might not really feel, like maybe he's just reached the age when all his friends are now married, so I'm at least good enough for a plus one to these social gatherings. Oh my God, that's the it most depressing. We've gotten to the heart of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's like, I, 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 I'm appreciating her email, but like maybe he. Can you imagine saying this to someone? Yeah, we're all married now, so you're good enough for a plus one. Right. Please like, date me. <laughs> please. I'll, I'll take you. Side oh note, God. he isn't exactly dishing out the compliments on my personality either. <laughs> this is someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, he isn't exactly dishing out the compliments on my personality either. But in those cases, like when I laugh at my own stupid jokes, I'm more comfortable teasing him about it. Like, wow, I'm hilarious, right? Hey. And I don't feel as self-centered as I was have brought up my appearance with him. Uh, I'm a long-time listener and don't think this topic has been touched on before. Any advice is appreciated. Sincerely, so you agree. You think you're really pretty. It's a great sign-off. What do we think, Jordana? Um, I have dealt with an iteration of this before. Um, Mike isn't like the most complimentary person I've ever been with, and I don't think it's in his nature. He keeps looking at me. Can you put your music on <laughs> while I talk about you? Well, I, I mean, I, I got, I get a, I, I, I've been accused of such a thing. Yeah. I mean, I I've, got, is... I've, I've had that issue before. I think, I also think that if you're like a more, I think if you're a more sarcastic, less like sensitive, emotional person, you tend to date people like that. Sure. Also. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sh- like, but I think that I totally understand what she's saying because I've had that issue before where I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm like insecure, but like it would be nice to hear like a compliment from the person that you sleep with about your physical appearance or just a compliment in general, like just makes you think that the other person is like somewhat like still, I guess, like infatuated with you in a sense or like mm-hmm. feels like really strongly about you or feels like lucky to be with you and like. I think that the annoying thing is like that being read as being insecure mm-hmm. um, when really it's just like something that makes you feel good that you want. And I think that's how you have to phrase it of like not like in a way that's like accusatory to the other person of like you never do this and it makes me feel like shit. It's more like I love it when you do this or like to like sure to sort of reward any time that that's done to you and to let the person know how happy doing those things makes you they should feel like inclined to do it. I think just because it's not that hard. 
It's not. Well, it is that hard. Let me push back on you because okay. anytime I've been accused of this, I have someone that I happen to live with as I peer over my shoulder. Some, I will say I've been accused of not saying I love you enough. And I'm always like shocked. I'm like, I say it all the time. I feel it. I, I give hugs. I give kisses. Right. And, and, and to me... I think they're like, I think it's this like miscommunication thing where it's like, but I, I, I think it, I, I think I say it like, right. I'm not and like keeping think, track and, and then maybe, you know, and, and I'm then not, you get accused of keeping track yeah, sure. <laughs> like, and then you go and then you, you, you get called out on it cause I've been called out on it and I go, but I do say it like I, there can be a miscommunication of feeling like you are giving the compliments and feeling like you are saying the I love yous and then it's not being um, felt on the other side. So, like, right. I do understand, like, we're, we're both not wrong. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. my, like I do genuinely feel, I'm like, I do, I'm not? What? I right. love you. And like, then of I go, course I, love, I do. Yeah. I love you. What are you talking about? And then, like, then that I right. love then you doesn't like, count. Right, then it's like, well, you just said it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're like, no, I think... I think you look great. Yeah. And, I'm like, and well, that doesn't, this one doesn't count clearly. It, <laughs> like I just had to like physically ask for it. Sure. So it's like, and then, <laughs> and then if you say it later on while the fight is still in memory, it doesn't count. So right. like, if I was like, I love you, she'd be like, no, 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 no. fuck <laughs> you. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it has it, to be more spontaneous than that. This is this is I this is exactly the tough part. So right. you're trying to hit a bullseye on the emotional fucking chart. Like I where so I'm I'm taking the other side because I understand like when someone says that to you, you and, and you do feel that way, like this guy could be sitting there in his head being like, She's so fucking hot and just doesn't say it, but he's feeling it and he's like you know, you know when you like say. So, what do you think is the way to like get someone? I I actually think that what works like, on you. I, I, I just told you it doesn't work. I, I nothing. Go, I, yeah, nothing works. Um, I, I I think acknowledging that, I think knowing it makes it so you, it, it, like it's like, if you don't tell someone to take out the garbage. Not to compare this person to garbage, but I, <laughs> but I'm saying if you don't mention the garbage, then they're never gonna know. So she has to say, I think I kind of I think the way she you fashioned it is right, where it's like you were saying, I like, love it, like I like in a positive way and not in a like this is what you're doing wrong way of like when you say this, like it makes me feel so happy or like when you. But I think you could say that in a fight. Like I think this kind of deserves like a small fight. Okay. Does that well, make she's sense? She's saying she's like not. Really, it sounds like they've already had the fight. Well, where he says I'm just not that comfortable giving and receiving well, compliments. That was, she said that that happened in the beginning of the relationship. She's she's holding on to this like resume item of like that he does excel. Like he has experience in excel, and like it's like okay, we're three years right. past that. You know, I yeah. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year. He might have said that in the beginning, but like. Here's the thing. You have this person. This person is deserving of feeling whatever way they want to feel. You are feeling like you're not getting enough recognition that your boyfriend is attracted to you. 
I think it's okay to get dressed up one night, you guys go out, and then you come home and you go, hey, it's kind of fucked up that you never told me I looked nice in this dress. It feels good when you tell me that I look good when we go out for a night. You didn't even acknowledge, and it's right. like, at, at least it I wouldn't happens. say, I wouldn't, that sounds like a test that you set someone up for to fail so you could yell at them for failing. Well. In a little bit. A little bit, but I'm, I'm saying she's gotten to this point of noticing it. So now right. she's noticing it, and now how do you bring it up that I've noticed it? Like, I, I, I don't, right? you know, like, I, I understand, I agree with you, like, it sucks to test people, but I'm also like, like, I wouldn't know. Well, she's trying to, like, I, I get her frustration because she's trying to not do that by just being like, what do you think of this outfit? Like, so she, well. she's trying to get it by like any means possible. Like she's not, like the way that we want it is always like totally spontaneously having nothing like, like us not having to ask for it. But so she's trying to do it in a non contentious way to just be like, but the, the difference like, between what do you push think? Bear, of, <laughs> that's what I do. Like, well, what do you think of this outfit is that's more of a test to me than let's go out. Let's look nice. And it's like, Hey, this night kind of got uh, spoiled for me when you didn't even tell me I looked nice. Like, it, like, mm-hmm. like I, and that's kind of like, and I'm telling her like, it's a tough, like tight wire to walk where it's like, you could be upset and not put this person through, like make them sleep on the couch or whatever the fuck it is. You can say, Hey, it fucking sucks that you never tell me how nice I look. And it makes me feel kind of ugly when you don't do that. Right. And it makes me feel like I'm a little turned off by it. And that's how I feel. And then it's like, then there's an, he'll, he'll do what well, I would do. Argue, you can't argue that. Because can't if argue. you say, I, I agree that if you put it on a specific instance, it's easier to work with than if you're saying it generally. Because if some, you say it generally, the person's like, what do you mean? Like, I told you you look great like three months ago. Exactly. Like, I, you don't like, like, or like, I tell you that a lot. Like, and then the person's like, well, you haven't said it in whatever. And then you're like, oh, are you keeping a score? This is much easier to, that, that's to do I, because it's like yeah. on this specific night where I felt like I felt really good about myself and it kind of like felt a little bad that you didn't notice. Yes. And right. And you can say like he can say, well, I'm not comfortable giving and receiving compliments. Hey, I like compliments. I like to know, you know, like it's the same as saying I like flowers. Right. Now, you know, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like like you don't like to buy flowers. Well then you don't like to be well i do right. like them and and know that like i want to be with someone that wants to do things that make me feel good right you know like, i agree it, it, yeah it's and that I, and i think the thing to realize is that that person that you're with is never going to be the person who's just like incessantly complimenting you at all times i don't think people can change that much so if that's your expectation would. if that's your expectation i would maybe look into someone else but if you want someone to move a little bit more towards you, if they want them to be like 20% more complimentary than they are now, I think that's a that's a doable thing if the person really cares and wants to try. Yeah. I, yeah. You want someone to move 10% towards you. You know, that, and, and yeah. also if he was the guy that was like dishing out compliments every five seconds, she might not even be, be into him. Yeah. She'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? I, uh, you know, wh- are you pandering to me? Like, and it's like, I, I, there's a, there's an in between, but you have to like, you can't just like be like, the, she, she wants to work on it because that's why she emailed in. But I'm like, you, you can't just let this go for months and months and months and then go, 
Well, he never told me that, you, you know, again, the general, what you said about the general complaint never works. Right. The specific complaint, because again, also you're dealing with a man and guys want to fix it. So if you show him the moment that he could have fixed it, then he'll hopefully know for the next time. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, they say like, I don't like the idea of like having to train men, but like, well, you're training something to it. You're training them in what you like. Listen, I I think of relationships as, as two different puzzle pieces that need to be like nudged together a little bit. You got to like push it in, (laughs) you know, like they, maybe those two puzzle pieces don't go, but we need them to try and push them into the together to like, you know, meld into one piece. And sometimes you can't push them together and sometimes you do. Yeah. And I think the way to phrase it is like, hey, like, like we're dating. Like I care a lot about what you think. And like, yeah. I, like and it's important to me to to know that you think I look good, that you find me attractive, that you think I'm hot. Um, so also- like if you could find some way of like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you can also say like, OK, like I get you're uncomfortable making compliments like if you could find what way would make you comfortable to like show me that to show me that you find me attractive i don't even think she has to say it that way tell him it turns you on to hear that like that's like a that's a motivating thing you know what turns me on when you tell me how good i look out of nowhere after i've gotten dressed up for you like that gets me wet like if i heard that i'd be like oh okay okay i uh, look at how amazing your dress is did you go to rag and bone like i'd be like really fucking interested (laughs) So, yeah, let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. Red flag or deal breaker. They wear their phone clipped to their belt. This to me, I need them to like be the CEO of like seven fortune 500 like companies. IBM. <laughs> yeah, I need them to be making so much money that like the phone clip is like also or a doctor. You got to okay. save lives or you got to pay for my life to have the phone. What if clip. they're a sales planner? <laughs> <laughs> this is very specific. Um, I'm gonna, if they're in sales. What if they're a PR representative? If you can pay for my life or if you can save my life, I will let the phone clip exist. I was watching. That's fair. Sarah Highland was on. They, they had JoJo's. I saw that, yeah. JoJo's best of season and wells and sarah highland came on and i was like oh wells that guy is just like like does he just sit like all day did they just like trap like if i was him i'd be like whatever you want i i'd be calling her beautiful all day long like there's so, just so is that to say that only sarah highland is deserving of being told that she's <laughs> loved and beautiful um he, i'm just that is to say that wells better be fucking you know putting in some work i yeah. i that guy he was like holding his lottery ticket can you imagine <laughs> sarah yeah. Hyland, I, I don't know what do you think red flag deal breaker no, I, I mean i i agree with i agree with that it's always interesting to see bachelor find people to date them in the real world especially celebrity actresses oh i mean but um, no, think about think about that that think about wells's ascension He's a radio host who goes on The Bachelor, becomes beloved, 
then goes on Bachelor in Paradise, not as a contestant. He's so beloved by the producers that, he, that they allow him to not embarrass himself. Exactly. That they make <laughs> him a character, the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. Then he's out in L.A., and Sarah Hyland's like, oh, yeah, he's let's go out. And he's like, what? Are you kidding me? And it's like. <laughs> yeah, the Bachelor dude, was like the best thing to ever happen to Wells in his entire life. I mean, I'll say it right now. I think he's going to be the next Chris Harrison. They, I can see that. It feels like he's being kind of prepped for that position. That was kind of funny when Chris Harrison was like, wow, Wells, what a loser. Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he knew he could do it with him because he, <laughs> he knew he was a cool guy. I, I got to meet like, Wells. That's got to be weird for you, right, man? It would have been funny Wells if they came like, back oh, to Oh, I didn't realize it was even that embarrassing, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> actually, actually, actually uh, this just made me look better to my now wife or my fiance. Yeah. Like, it would have been funny if he came back to Wells like, oh, I, guess you, I guess you're not as much a loser anymore. And then he's just holding $700. He's like smelling also, money. It was also so funny. Like the way, like they're they probably like trying to convince Sarah Island to like get on this like segment with him. And she was like, I don't want to do it. I don't do it. And Wells was like, you can wear your vote shirt and just scream at everyone to vote. Okay. Okay. Right. Like yeah, Chris yeah. says, you can do that. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> fine. Mention voting like at any moment, you, yeah. at, like just constantly if you want. There you go. You're in. <laughs> All right. Um, Red flag or deal breaker? They put Snapchat stickers well, over on. all the answer You didn't answer oh. the phone clip to their belt. Are you oh, okay with that? I agree. If they're paying for shit, um, I'll make it work. Okay. <laughs> like my, with most things in life, money talks. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> What's the next one? Um, the next one is they put Snapchat stickers all over their nudes. For example, a green man stick figure leaning against his penis. LOL. That, that's fun. That's inventive. I'm all about I think it's it. It's funny. Love it. Green flag. The green. This is. I think green it's a light. green flag too, especially yeah. just because I've never really wanted to get like a nude photo of a man's big penis coming at me. So I think the green sure. man would take the edge off. Yeah, if it was like a ba- a cartoon baby sucking at a nipple, that'd be fun. I'm I'm all about that. Yeah, sure. Picture of Lisa Vanderpump, whatever. <laughs> anyway. All right. So um, the, the last one, this prompt, this is from Hinge. Yes. And the prompt starts, the one thing you should know about me is, and then it, here it is. I never pick my own order at restaurants, bars, or takeouts. I don't even look at the menu. I always get them to surprise me every single time. This is quite a move. So at restaurants, this person looks at the waiter or waitress and says, surprise me. And that's how they order. I think it would bother me, but I think it might just be a red flag. It's like in a way sort of adventurous, but it's also sort of probably annoying for the waiter. Like they're one of those people who do annoying things and don't see how they're annoying for other people because they think sure. that they're just like fun and quirky. They think they're the central character of of the world's movie. Right. Like yeah. what the, what is the waiter supposed to do with that? <laughs> I don't know. And what if they're <laughs> wrong? Does that affect like, their the, tip? Right. Now he's got to like find a moderately priced item that yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, doesn't get a cute. <laughs> it's fraught with issues. Um, most importantly, what about appetizers? 
What about, uh, you know, getting a, bu- like, uh, so we're just getting our own shit and I don't, you know, like, what if, what if we want to go share these? What if I want to get one sandwich and you get another sandwich and we split each other's halves? Like, you are, again, this is a, a move of selfishness. I agree right. with what you're saying. It's, Disguised it's even, as adventure. Yeah, this is a selfish move that everyone else works for you. This is a narcissistic move. It's awful. I, I think you're also taking away the pleasure of discussing with someone that you're sitting across from the menu items. Yeah. That's a part That's of the true. whole dinner experience. Oh, I'm looking at three things I love. What are you thinking? What am I thinking? This is uh, uh, the whole right. thing. It's one thing to look at the waiter and go, do you have a favor on the menu? I love doing that because it's an immediate outing of whether the waiter likes the food at likes the restaurant. The food. Yeah. yeah, the best is when the when you can get the waiter to talk shit about the food. I I I, I like the, it. Or when there's when they're like, you don't want to order that. A- any opinion, <laughs> <laughs> any opinion from the waiter is appreciated, good right. or bad. Don't get that. This is the best. Lots, and I like hearing lots of people get this, but this is the best. Like I like when they say, yeah, you know, the idiots get the chicken sandwich. We all get blankety blank. I'm trying to think what the waiter would say if they had never tried anything on the menu and did not or did not like the food. Everything's good was what they say. They go, everything's good. We love everything. It's all good. <laughs> and that's when you know that they've never eaten at the restaurant or they fucking hate everyone that works there and they're going to spit it in right. your food. Yeah, that's the, the telltale <laughs> side. That's a good. I like that. That's yeah. probably, that I sounds actually, very accurate. I, I just talked about with this with Jess how much we hate when the waiter says everything's good. It's like no, 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 no. Right. Say the say something sucks. Say something good. You know. Um, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I'd be okay with it if it was like every now and then. But then again, like every now and then, there's like the chef's choice menu or something. Yeah. I, I just want to know, like, when there's, when there's like, specials. Yeah. Like, we went to a restaurant the other week. I, if you're in Stonington, Connecticut, I don't know who's there or what's there. This restaurant was doing some things. We got some of the best scallop I've ever had, best pasta, White Crest Eatery. While we're plugging restaurants, I'll plug the restaurant that I went to in the Hamptons this weekend, which was awesome. Um, they're electric... They're electric their electricity was like out or like the kitchen thing was out. And so they, but they made the best of it. It was like a very tough situation. They just kept bringing us drinks and it was like awesome. Oh, one shit. of the best service situations I've ever had. It was called Kalissa and it was in Watermill. Okay. I highly recommend it. It was really good. It had a great like outdoor seating lighting situation. It just felt very like nice and almost like you were in Greece and the food was great that they could bring out because they couldn't make all of it because it was there was electrical issues and it was just like amazing customer service. So highly recommend it. It's called Kalissa. Kalissa, go to Kalissa. Jordana, we did it again. This was fun. Lots of fun. Great to see you. Um uh if you guys are in the Baltimore area, I'll be at Magoobies July sixteenth <laughs> through eighteenth. Jaredfried.com. That's it for me. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. 
Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.